0: One, three, two is where we are. And as usual we're gonna begin with that first question. What is the funniest thing you've ever observed at a wedding? The funniest thing you've ever seen at a wedding. I
1: went to a wedding and everybody had to put
2: barefoot. What?
3: And it lasted for seven days. What? Um. <laughs> they
0: were barefoot. And what they
3: did they got a,
0: a banana tree and planted in the yard, or stood up in the yard.
3: It's something, something to do with the banana tree. I don't they, <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> everybody was they, 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 um, Everybody was barefoot
0: there. You don't go in any house or any, even
3: the church shop was barefoot. And they
0: leave shoes outside. Wow. Because that was an Indian wedding Indian, Indian, Indian. It was Malaysia in Malaysia. Oh, okay. Say, um, um, wow. <laughs> All right. For? To press. Um, and yogis.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. We have
0: to bed. Okay. All right, that's unique. <laughs> Anybody else?
3: What yeah, is he is and surprisingly, in the middle of the ceremony, the master ceremony looked around and said, "That a guy who just just prayed. I taught him in Sunday school." <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: and, um, what
0: I thought was funny the preacher at one time stopped to ask the um, the group that you do thing. say what <laughs> and he took it for the ring saying why is the in there he said no I mean the uh, oh, the, the money, money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. wow wow <laughs> 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 I was at a wedding one time in the middle of the vows thing, the, the groom fainted.
2: He just dropped
0: like a rock. I said, wow. <laughs> Never seen that before. I saw a movie about the wedding. Short wedding. No, I think uh, the thing with they have with the guys the night before. I think that went a little bit too far, uh, and so he just didn't make it. He stopped the wedding right in his tracks. Okay, let's look at uh, Bible meets life. Okay, so today, uh, in some of our, in, in some, today in some of our culture some in our culture is confused about marriage but God's original intention for marriage is made very, very, very clear, isn't it? Yes Okay, let's have someone read Bible Meets Life Miss Virginia, have attended
4: or participated in at least one especially memorial, mem- memorable.
0: Take your time. <laughs> Some, weddings.
4: Yeah. Some weddings are over the top and cost an extravagance. Others are bare bones with just an efficient. Uh, uh, that's right. That's right. And a couple of witnesses. And a few weddings have those unexpected yet unforgettable moments. I know one young boy who was recruited to be the ring bearer, but as he walked alongside the blonde girl, he started to cry. Asked what was wrong, he said, I don't want to get married. I want to keep living with my mom and dad. He questioned marriage. But he grew up to change his mind, and I was blessed to officiate his wedding years later. A lot of people these days question the whole nature of marriage who can carry whom, what makes a marriage a marriage, or even if marriage is needed at all. Marriage is still a good idea, and it's a good idea because it originated with God. You likely know couples who are a great advertisement for what God intended when he brought the first woman to man. For those who question marriage, God has given us the answer.
0: Okay, and what is the point? marriage is between one man and one woman for life for how long? for life for how long? for life for long? For life. For life. <laughs> life 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 apparently some people just don't get that it is for life I
1: know one in three months they were divorced <coughs> hmm? I
0: know one in three months they were divorced three months not even a year no it's tragic it's sad yep yeah. Heavenly Father, remind us of the sacred union of marriage, and remind us to highly value marriage as a gift from God, from You, the Eternal God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's look at the first pa- passage we have. Uh, but before that, let me look at. Let's look at the setting. Let me give you the setting. God formed and fashioned everything that exists according to his plan and his purpose in each element of creation God proclaimed it was good good. with one exception God declared it was not good for the man he had created to be alone alone. that's the only thing that God said it wasn't good Thus the Lord created a suitable, you can under, highlight that word, suitable, mate for the man, fashioned from his own body. The man's mate would be called woman. In this action, God initiated the marriage relationship, the union of one man, one woman for life. Okay, now let's read that passage that we are quite familiar with. Then Who want Lord, to take it? Go ahead.
2: Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a house uh,
0: corresponding,
2: corresponding to him. Okay. The Lord God formed out of the ground every wild animal and every bird of the sky and brought each to the man to see what he would call it. And whatever the man called in the new creature that was its name. And the man gave names to all the nice to the birds of the sky and to every wild animal. But for the woman, for the man no helper was found corresponding to him. Hebrew helper was attained. The Hebrew words refers to one who aids, assists, or supports. In the Old Testament, it is often used to refer to God assisting his chosen people. Through God's work of creation, he declared it was good. At the conclusion of all, he had spoken into the system. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good indeed. Genesis 1.31 But in Genesis 2, we see the first time God declared something was not good. It is not good for the one to be alone. Many parents discipline their children by putting them in time out and making them sit by themselves. worst punishment is prison, in solidarity, confinement, being confined to a cell alone. God created us to live with others, being created in the image of God means that first and foremost we are to live in relationship to Him. But He also made us but He also made us for a relationship with others. A sense of unity and mm-hmm, of God's design for us. Deeper. Still, God's design for us was to live. In a special relationship with one person. I am uh, making a helper corresponding to him. We can rightly conclude God already knew what he was going to do. He was going to greet women. but first people ready to pass on God allowed Adam to identify and involve all, all the animals I mean, the process of man discover what God already knew. For a man, no helper was found corresponding to him. A dog or a cat can make a wonderful companion, but no animals can replace or match what God has in mind. God was setting the stage for Adam to truly value what God was about to do for him. Let's be clear about the meaning of Helper. The Helper Adam needed was not someone less than was subservient so, so, so to him. Biblically written, writers used same Hebrew word to describe God helping his people. Moses, Moses named his son, Eliezer, Eliezer. because he had said, the God of my father was my helper and rescued me from pharaohs. So that's the thing for yes. my, my helper comes from the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth sounds untrin almost true. What will he do to be answered? What he laughed, she he, he laughed, she would accomplish. Both male and female are created in the image of God. Genesis 1.27. And both genders are equal in importance. We are equal in our essential (coughs) nature. At the same time, we (coughs) don't ignore that men and women are different, just as we appreciate the uniqueness of each gender. We recognize that the relationship between a husband and a wife is one. When they help and support each other, the husband needs his wife, and the wife needs a husband. What does this say about being single? Over 45% of American subjects are not married, that includes those who are divorced, and, and the widows, and the wars, but nearly two thirds of that number of health, never married. Mm. If a person only uses then he might conclude that if we are not married, we are living in the state, that is not good. But being single and married is mm, it's neither, it because it's some some form of second class citizenship. But Paul was much of the high calling of those who are single. Paul is single, single and he considered it a gift. He would not a gift Or Paul could accept him. Huh?
0: Next page.
2: Okay. I wish that all people who are as I am, but each has his own gift from Paul. One has not his gift, another has that. I say to you, unmarried, and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain as I am. But if they do not have self-control, they should marry, since it is better to marry than to run. With consent. 1 Corinthians 7 tonight. We are to embrace whatever state we find ourselves Wear a single or as a gift from God. Everything God brings into our lives is with which design and purpose. His design for marches for a man and a man to live in a close relationship
0: with him and with each other. Okay, good. Have we ever considered the significance of Adam's job? Well, what was God. the first job God gave Adam according to the text?
1: Name all the animals.
0: Name all the You a- <laughs> know how many animals there are? Yes, yes. Imagine Adam's vocabulary, his I mean he was indescribable. <laughs> to name all of the animals, every single one of them that exists today mm-hmm. and those that are that are extinct. He named all of them. Mm-hmm. That's something to think about.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: So everyone, you got to remember something he came from. The God educated him before he got here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> educated in the school of God. Right. So the next time you have a problem with any of the, what the animals name, take it up at the Ottoman Museum. <laughs> okay. Uh, we see for the first time, God declared something was not good. And that, was, that wasn't good for man to be alone, right? Mm-hmm. Many parents discipline their children by putting them in time out, we read, and making them s- sit by themselves. The worst punishment in prison is what? Solitary, Solitary confinement. confinement. Especially for people who like be around people, that's, that's tough. Solitary confinement. Being confined to a cell all alone, but God created us to live with others. Being created in the image of God means that first and foremost, we are to live in relationship to him, but he also made us for relationship with others. A sense of community is part of God's design for his people, for each of us. And so God says, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper corresponding to him. Uh, Next, we see, uh, we learn that how God created the woman. But first of all, let's look at the the first question, the second question we have What is the value in a spouse who complements but is different than you? What is the value of a spouse who complements but is different from you? Who want to go first?
2: <laughs> uh, to
0: learned what she is all about
2: and as, um, as
0: Solomon declared, the race of a woman is passed by me. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
0: Good escape, but there's come. <laughs> <laughs> Good escape
2: <laughs>
0: Repeat that. <laughs> I said, um, in, uh, the question is,
2: what is the value in a spouse who but what is different than you? And my answer is is to learn what she is all about, but we have to be reminded that Solomon said, um, the race of a woman fast
0: finding out.
2: So mm-hmm.
0: But remember, the Bible also tells the husband to study his wife. Right.
2: Yeah, right. right.
0: So okay. that's my answer to the question. Anybody else got another answer?
2: Yeah, my husband
0: is so opposite me. We're both so opposite, but we make a great, complete whole together. <laughs> you know, we, most you see, couples. I need
1: him. Mm-hmm. I am not. We don't duplicate each other.
0: Yeah, and and if we are all uh, those who are, us who are married uh, think about it, it is that's the way that's the way it is with all married couples yes. especially when God has brought you together he brings you together in such a way that you complement each other in all of your your differences Brother
3: well, Randy mm-hmm. probably this will be my last recipient the only thing needs to do is they agree to me in this church at 430 on the 26th 28th of December,
2: 1965.
0: Outside of that. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? Susan, <laughs> is an auntie, you want to respond to that? Ready? You want to respond to that? I, I just did. pray for me now. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> Leslie
1: and I,
4: we're so different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, 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 so. You both have blue eyes. And that's the big I planned it. But guess what? How long have you been married? Too long. <laughs>
2: 50
0: plus. Yeah, 50, 50 plus, okay? 53 years. 53 years. Okay, that tells you something. Fifty. Fifty. All right. (laughs) It's because God made you the way you are to complement each other the way you have been. Otherwise you wouldn't be here that long.
4: (laughs) Fifty?
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. Half a century. He
4: also...
3: He also... Have to uh, give the man more understanding than he really has today mm-hmm. to understand what he made. Because if the vein doesn't shift as often <laughs> as, as, as the understanding of a woman. <laughs> Please give me, but the way I say it. <laughs> Okay. Patience is about patience. <laughs>
2: So now you know
0: you're going to pray for me. But remember one thing the woman came out of the man. Always remember that. Okay? So, whatever you think about blaming the woman for, she came out of the man. (laughs) She also put you down. Brother Ivy, I remember
2: saying, God put me with you to kill your flesh. (laughs)
0: Okay, that happens too Alright, let's look at the next passage we have Uh, Genesis chapter (laughs) 2 Verse 23 to 25 Who want to take that one?
4: So the Lord
1: God caused a deep sleep To come over the man And he slept God took one of his ribs And closed the flesh at that place Then the Lord God made the rib He had taken from the man Into a woman and brought her to the man. Yeah, go ahead. God had the ideal solution for Adam. Adam was created from the dust of the earth, but to create the woman, God performed the first surgery. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He put Adam to sleep and took a rib. Eve also was a special creation from God. He took some of the same stuff he had used to create Adam and created her. Being made of the same substance surely underscored and reinforced the unity between them. People have made much of the significance of Eve's being made from Adam's rib. The most common explanation for the rib originated with Thomas Aquinas. Oh, that's my stool. (laughs) It was right for the woman to be made from a rib of man. First, to signify the social union of man and woman for the woman should neither use authority over man, and so she was not made from his head, nor was it right for her to be subject to man's contempt as his slave, (laughs) and so she was not made from his feet. Hmm. Instead of making too much of the significance of the rib or reading a meaning into the rib that may not be there, let's focus on what the rib does tell us. Man and woman are made of the same substance, Adam made this clear later when he called Eve, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, Genesis Genesis 2, 23. Any discussion of our sameness, those qualities both males and females share, does not dismiss the uniqueness of the genders. Any biblical understanding of gender starts with Genesis 1, verse 27. He created them male and female. Our gender is not what we want it to be. We don't define gender. God did, and it hasn't changed. We are obviously different in our bodies, but men and women differ in myriad other ways. We process events around us differently. Men tend to
2: compartmentalize
1: the parts of their lives, such as work, recreation, family, and so forth. However, all facets of life connect, and overlap with women. Women and men communicate differently. Women talk to share feelings and opinions. Men talk to get information and find a solution. <laughs> For sure, these are generalizations but we can all identify ways men and women do things differently. Our differences do not make one gender stronger or superior to another. Unfortunately, the world often has seen it differently. In some cultures, for example, women are treated like slaves or property. From the beginning, God created the genders unique, but always has considered them equal. Jesus elevated women to the status God originally intended. Christianity brought a love and respect for women unheard of in the Roman world. Husbands are to love their wives even as Christ loves us, sacrificing all for them as he gave himself for us. Ephesians 5, verse 25. When God created the woman and brought her to the man, she was the perfect helper for him. She filled in what he lacked, and they completed each other. The man and the woman were made to complement and balance each other. I know that to be true in my own marriage. That's why I lovingly call my wife my better half.
0: <laughs> okay. I call my wife the best half. <laughs> and some
1: say the other half.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, notice there's a paragraph there that says, any discussion of our sameness, these those qualities both male and female share, does not dismiss the uniqueness of the genders. Any biblical understanding of gender starts with Genesis 1.27. He created them male and female mm-hmm. our gender is not what we want it to be we don't define gender God did and it hasn't changed mm-hmm. okay but many people are defining gender today aren't they Oh yeah you know it's 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 sickening to to, to hear what people are saying today and doing today did a question. A <throat> Mm. Mm. question number three in what ways does our culture challenge God's distinct design of men and women in what ways
3: in all ways now
0: yeah every way I heard a guy one time, uh, remember that guy who got beat up, the fellow who they attacked? There was a guy who, on one of those television shows, uh, he got attacked, and uh, yeah, um, and uh, I got a clip, a news clip, uh, where he was talking to one of the reporters, and he said, God made him the way he is. I said, you got to be kidding me, and he's openly gay. How I said, you know, my point is, first of all, God doesn't make mistakes. God knows exactly what he's doing. We see it right here in Genesis. Okay, God made them, male and female, created he them. Right. There was no cross in between. Alright? God made God doesn't make mistakes and he knows exactly what he's doing. Alright? And so whenever I hear people talking about God made them the way they are, I say that's the devil talking. It's only the devil talking. And they are, their minds have been darkened. They are confused and mixed up.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. You're like just I'll say this. I happen to be watching one of those um, shows on the television and where they, where they have these couples that go in, these people go into various homes to do redo their homes for them and clean up and change around. And this was a
0: home out in, in,
4: in, 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 in Long
0: Beach. California. California, right? California.
4: Yep. And it was two young girls. They, mm-hmm. they appeared in India there. And then he said he take it. Mm-hmm. And they all seemed to be very intelligent people and not And there was two Japanese ladies who came And two came into their home. And there Then they were dressing uh, who they were. And. This is, I am so and so, and this is my wife, so and so. I, I,
2: I sat with my mouth open. <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't hear I, You know, one was the
4: husband, the other
0: was the wife. One sure. was the same. Uh, what, what, what I don't get is how do they distinguish that? Yeah. You got two ma- two men, and one man has said, This is my wife. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, Question number three. As we move quickly, um, in what ways does... Oh, we, we, we did that question. In yeah. Okay. Uh, next, we will look at one of the passages used by Jesus and often used in wedding ceremonies. Let's look at that. That's Genesis chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. Who want to read that one?
4: Um, <laughs> as the man said... Okay. This one, at last, is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman, for she was taken from man. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife, and they become one flesh. Both the man and his wife were naked, yet felt no shame.
0: Go Continue. on. Yeah, go on.
4: Key words one flesh. Referencing the sexual union between husband and wife, the term symbolizes the multifaceted relationship between the two. For example, monogamy, community, interdependence, accountability to each other. Adam may not have known he needed a helper corresponding to him but he recognized it as soon as he saw the woman. Mm -hmm. Adam's opening statement. This one, at last, captures that idea. Now Adam had someone like him, someone to whom he could relate and who completed what was lacking in him. Culture wants to muddy the waters concerning who completes whom. Mm -hmm. The world wants us to endorse the false idea that it doesn't matter who completes you. Sinfulness has distorted God's ideal, ideal for men and women. Unless they embrace his standard, they will never realize what completeness is. In his love, God created men and women in a certain way. But by choosing their own standard and attempting to redefine marriage, many today miss out on the joy of life. The Bible doesn't show marriage as anything but a relationship between a man and the woman. And it is a covenant relationship. Covenant is a powerful theme throughout the Bible. It is most strongly seen in the various co- co- covenants God established with his people. These covenants are binding commitments between two individuals or groups. Of course, the ultimate covenant is the eternal covenant through Christ. Marriage is the first covenant seen in the Bible. Adam expressed the oneness that was in his relationship with Eve. This one at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman, for she was taken from man. This oneness is reflected in the actions of the couple. A man leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife, and they become one flesh.
0: No, go on. Go on. To Jesus affirmed. Okay.
4: Jesus affirmed the binding covenant of marriage. Haven't you read he replied that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female And he also said, for this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two will become one flesh so they no longer so they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Matthew nineteen four six. Marriage involves two people, a man and a woman, united in commitment. They leave their parents home to form a new home together. In marriage the man and woman are dependent on each other and responsible for each other. In the Lord in the Lord, however, Woman is not independent of man, and man is not independent of woman. But just as woman came from man, so man comes through woman, and all things come from God. First Corinthians 11, 11 to 12. The man and woman also share the responsibility in spurring each other towards Christ. In Tim Keller's book, The Meaning of Marriage, he wrote, each spouse should envision the day you will stand together before God, seeing each other presented in spotless beauty and glory, to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servants. Over the years you have lifted one another up to me. You sacrificed for one another. You held one another up in prayer and with thanksgiving. You confronted each other, you rebuked each other, you hugged and you loved each other and continually pushed each other towards me. And now look at you, you're radiant. How would,
0: okay, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, we got two questions. Uh, Question number four is why is separation from parents a part of the design for marriage? Why is separation from parents Part of the design for marriage. Why do you think?
2: Each parent that they take decides child whether they
3: know it or not. Okay. Well, basically, the way I would look at it is like it's simple you can't have a life if you're going to have three people together. <laughs> so, therefore, Whatever the game is, it would have to take you and the person who you love. Mm-hmm. Because the love that you would have for your parents is not mm-hmm. the love that you would have for your wife. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's a natural thing for you to go closer, to you to bond with your wife more than your mother. Right. And that is the way I see it, for us that could be wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: that's the way I we live. Okay. Okay. He yeah,
0: says. it says, uh, marriage was two people, man and woman, united in commitment. They leave their parents' homes to form a new home together. Okay, so they get out of their parents' home, leave that behind, and they go and start their own home.
4: Yeah, and they work out their own. Differences.
0: They work out their own differences and the issues that relates to having their own home. All right. Okay many and interference and, and mm-hmm. come you mm-hmm. Question number five last question how would you explain the concept of one flesh <coughs> We had a mention of that here uh, in the paragraph but how would you con- uh, explain the concept of one flesh look at the keyword again referencing the same union between husband and wife, the term symbolises the multifaceted relationship between the two. For example, monogamy, community, interdependence, accountability to each other.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. one flesh. The
3: representative today I look at two people, man and woman, get, get married. Whoever is the ceremony, he said, home joined together." They put both hands, at least me and Nancy's hands, yeah. <laughs> and you say you become one flesh. So right before the altar, you, you start out, and you, you wake up in the same, you, look, you walk in the same path.
0: Not with your mother,
3: your father, or nobody
0: else. That's right. One flesh. You leave mom and pop behind, Right. and right. you take right. on one flesh.
2: Right.
0: Okay. All right, let's look at how we can live this out. Uh, page um, 141. How will you how will you embrace and live out the truth of this passage? We got three options: pray, list, and respect. First one, pray. If you are married, pray for your spouse daily. If you are not married, pray for those who are. Pray marriages would be lived in ways that honor Christ. So you get two options there. If you're married, pray for your spouse. If you're not married, pray for those who are married. And then pray that the marriages would be lived out in a way that they are God-honoring. And then list. Make a list of the strengths and qualities your spouse brings to your marriage. Those traits that make for a strong marriage. If you're not married, list the qualities you would look for in a mate. Okay, so that's another two-fold option, that one there. And then respect. Respect all individuals as created in the image of God and show grace and compassion to those who disagree with the biblical definition of marriage. And that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> showing respect, uh, well, well, showing grace and compassion to those who disagree with the biblical definition of marriage. Now, that's not easy to do, is it? No. To show grace and compassion for those who, who who confuse and mix up and twist God's definition of marriage. That's a tough one. That's a tall order. Or you got to pray about that one because you know you don't really feel kind of grace and compassion for those who deliberately, blatantly destroy God's concept of marriage or God's definition of marriage. So that's something you got to pray for yourself for when you come across those individuals. All right, I know it's tough for me. Uh, So I'm not, I know I'm not different from anybody else. So again, we want to remember that marriage is one of God's good gifts to us. And so our challenge is to find ways to enhance marriage relationships or to encourage others in their relationship with their spouse. Amen. Let's pray. Time is gone. Father, thank you for the good gift of marriage. Help us to be advocates for your ideal plan for the marriage relationship as you fully intended it to be. Bless us now as we go to our service to follow. Uh, Continue to get glory for for yourself uh, by hearts that are willing to hear you and do what you say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.